Uh, we've got uh, we've got we've got some great <coughs> stuff coming up here, mm-hmm. uh, and I. Uh, it's funny because you go through. I, I, this happens to me every time I have a long vacation like this. We've been seconds. off the last couple of weeks. I come back and I'm like, gosh, I didn't follow anything in the news. I didn't even read news stories. I got nothing. I don't. What are we going to talk about? And then as soon as we get in here, we start talking about something as important as George Santos. I'm immediately <laughs> back in the mode where. You know, what would we do without these shows? I don't know. What, mm-hmm. what do normal people do? Uh, if you can't rant and rave about this stuff, I don't right. know. What do you do with your life? I, I, I mean, that is you really You do true. probably important things with your life instead of this, but <laughs> I will say it does. it is cathartic. Yes. I, I don't know what I would do without it. Me neither. I, it's true. You've got to be able to comment on the madness. And there's plenty of it to comment on. We'll do that. Uh, come on up here in just a few seconds on the radio show. Vladimir Zelensky thanked America for, you know, giving everything we've got to the cause in Ukraine against Russia, and then made more demands. So uh, we'll get into some of that and much more coming up in about 60 seconds. Patton Stu for Glenn. Glenn is actually uh, preparing to be at the uh, big swearing in, the second swearing in for Ron DeSantis. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. So that'll be kind of cool. Be able to see him sworn in for a second term. Hard to believe he's only been around for one term so far. He's come a long way in four years. Yeah. A really long way. He won his first election by 0.4%, I believe it was. Wow. And his second by 19? 19, I think it was. Yeah. 19%, which is pretty pretty amazing. People forget that he was a congressman before this. Mm. And uh, a a pretty good one. He was a conservative then, too. I Mm -hmm. guess that shouldn't be a shock. But now he is... By some polling, the leader for the Republican nomination in 2024. There's a, I mean, polling, I will say, is all over the board between him and Trump. Really, you could find whatever you want to find in yeah. that polling at this point. I don't know that it tells you all that much, but he's certainly a serious competitor for that nomination. Yeah, no question. Um, meanwhile, Volodymyr Zelensky, the leader of Ukraine, uh, thanked Americans for all the cash and military equipment and what is it, maybe $100 billion so far? I mean, I see estimates from as low as eighteen billion to as high as about a hundred and ten billion. So, somewhere in between, no doubt. But they're throwing billions at them every single week. It seems mm-hmm. almost every week there's a new proposal <laughs> to send more money to Ukraine. Yeah, and so incredible. Uh, Zelensky thanked us for that, and then 
basically said, keep it coming. And we need a lot more. And you're not doing enough. And this is not charity. It's an investment. It's hmm. sort of weird. Huh. I mean, did you need a visit from Zelensky? I didn't. Okay. No, I want to make sure I, I wasn't I the only not. one. I did not need yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't. And like, I'm not even saying that as because, oh, he's, you know, some terrible guy or like I want Vladimir Putin to win. Well, that's what you're accused of. That's what you're accused of. If you say the least little thing about, hey, uh, can we slow down on Ukraine? Right. It's like, but even if you're 100% behind every dime of spending, shouldn't you want him to stay there and, and like, manage the situation? <laughs> like, yeah. why? We don't need to see you in person. We've got Zoom. <laughs> you know, There's I, no reason for it <laughs> that I could see. No, that was very, that was odd. But, you know, look, this money's going over there, and we know a lot of it's not going to to meet its intended purpose yeah and there's we, no way we can track it i mean we're no. not we're not even trying to track it no there's there is literally no way to track it i mean think about this the vast majority of this money is being utilized for items that are designed to explode <laughs> right yeah. like we in its best case scenario what we do is we send let's say a missile a drone over to uh, to the Ukrainian army, they fire it and it takes out really bad Russian soldiers who are doing terrible things, right? Like, let's, mm-hmm. that's the best case scenario of what happens. Yeah. Um, there's no way to track that. It, it <laughs> right. exploded. Yeah. Right? Like, we, yes. there's no, it's not like we can say, well, where is it? It's, it's <laughs> over there. It's, it's that, where that hole is over there. It's the remnants are there. And so there's no way to track this. Of course, every, Every corrupt person in Ukraine knows this. And this is the problem. We all know. In fact, even if you support this entirely, you have to go into it and say, we know half this money is going to be wasted. Or worse, you know, the arms may be delivered, right? And some corrupt person may take them and sell them to someone else who does something terrible with them. We have no idea what's going to happen here. We, you know, I think there's been it's some effect from this, obviously, as they pushed back on the uh, Russian oh, I think army. It's a huge effect. It's been a big on this thing. It hasn't been unsuccessful for the goal of pushing Russia back, which is, yeah. you know, certainly positive. I am no fan of Russia and and do believe that Russia was the aggressor here. And, uh, you know, look, Vladimir Putin is an appropriate bad guy. That doesn't mean Zelensky is God. <laughs> no, but that's how he's treated. That's how he's treated, though. By a lot of people in this country. And, you know, they've taken to flying the Ukrainian flag. They've they they've taken to uh, vocally supporting Zelensky and what a tremendous man he is. And he's treated like at least a saint. Yeah. And he's not. No, he's uh, not. It was well known before this conflict began that the Ukrainian government is one of the most corrupt in the world. Yep. So did they just stop all of a sudden being corrupt? I don't think so. And thus, I'm a little leery about all the money we're sending. Well, it's funny. One of the reasons we kind of have one of the look, people don't people know enough uh, before this war. People knew as much about Ukraine as they know about George Santos, which is nothing. Okay, (laughs) they don't know anything about it. They didn't know anything about Ukraine. The only thing that most people knew about Ukraine was that the Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky, was taking phone calls from our president, in which the media was telling us mm. it was an con- entirely corrupt transaction where Donald Trump was harassing uh, Zelensky, who seemingly was going along with it, 
into investigating his political enemies. Right. That's the only thing we knew about the guy, other than he was a comedian, supposedly. <laughs> and, and now we're supposed to be like, oh, this guy's an incredible war hero. Look, I think it was really brave to stay there when, you know, the missiles start falling, right? And, and they start marching towards mm-hmm. the capital. Mm-hmm. He could have left. Uh, I think a lot of leaders would have left in that situation. And probably him staying there was a big factor to the way that the Ukrainian people uh, responded. That's just not to say that he's some incredible saint. He's not God. He's not someone you should be on your knees worshiping. Yet most of our Mm -hmm. media seems to be there. They seem to be willing to to change to the church of Zelensky and give him an unlimited amount of our money. And that is where you get to. Like, it's not as if we're in a great financial position here. It's not as if we're everything's going perfectly in our economy. Plenty of money to burn. Right. And that's, again, legitimately what we're hoping for. Our best case scenario is this money buys things that burn, buys weapons that hit something and explode. That's our best case scenario. So it's really hard to track and really difficult to believe that anything other than mass corruption is going to be involved with so much of this money. Of course it is. My oldest son was, I mean, this is a, a, a minor issue, but... You know, speaking of his visit, my son said, uh, shouldn't we expect him to at least, I don't know, put on a collared shirt when he comes and addresses <laughs> Congress? <laughs> don't we expect, I don't know, something more than a t-shirt or a sweatshirt when you come wow. here and say, hat in hand, hey, I need another $100 billion. And this is your son, uh, Vladimir? Because I was going to say, <laughs> I, is, is he yeah. pro- <laughs> <laughs> right, Russia. he's pro-Russian. He's got to be pro-Russian. Through, through, loves if, it. If he really loves wanted it. a collared shirt for Zelensky, that <laughs> proves he's pro-Russian. <laughs> Maybe even a tie. I don't know. <gasps> wow. How, how about d- that? How like you. a collared shirt buttoned all the way up and a tie. He's got a shtick, though. He does. He's got a, yeah, he does. Like, now that's how he dresses all the time. It's like if... if you it's know, like a if, John Fetterman shtick, though. It is. Yeah, right. John Fetterman yeah. can wear hoodies wherever he wants. Yep. You know, Kim Jong-un can wear members-only jackets wherever he wants. <laughs> and Zelensky gets to wear the military garb wherever he goes. Yes. Even though, again, he was a comedian. A this comedian. Is not, this is not a former general. A comedian. One of his right. famous bits is playing the piano with his man unit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really Which classy. hilarious. Class- oh, just so funny. Mm-hmm. I laughed until I cried. Uh, just brilliant stuff. You imagine the president of your nation and you've got clips, you know, viral clips like that. Sad. And, uh, it, but it it's going to get worse before it gets any better because we're just going to continue to pump money and nobody's nobody's even hitting a, a, the brakes on it at all. We don't even have a, a caution light up. Nothing. We're just full speed ahead, green light, as much money as you want. We're going to keep pumping it in. Incredible. Do you think the... Because I, I think we're not going to change anything. We're, we're going to keep doing what we're doing for, mm-hmm. a, for a very long time, at least until, mm-hmm. the ne- until 2024. Like, I don't think there's yeah. any yes. question that... Until, well, actually, until 2025. No, and he's, until, I mean, Biden has said it. Yeah. We're just going to keep giving it until... Well, until as long as this lasts. As long as this lasts. And it's, even if it ends tomorrow, we're still going to be pumping in billions of dollars, at least until Biden is out of office, at the very minimum. Do you think, though, the, that Europe continues with this? Because, you know, we're at that point, as we're heading into winter right now, Yeah, things are going to get very difficult for... Really tough. ...for Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
uh, you know, and like, I don't, they don't exactly have the steel spine uh, on these matters all the time, though they do feel more intensely threatened, I think, by Russia and their actions. I mean, look, you know, if you're sitting there in Europe and you're seeing them go into Ukraine, it's pretty reasonable to think, crap, will they come here next? Yeah. Uh, If you're Poland, you're really concerned. You're nervous right now. So I can understand that, but I don't know how long does France hold out as a supporter of this. When, Not as long as we do, I bet. Right. No way. And of course, that just means we're going to pay for more of it. We'll pay for the rebuilding, too. Yeah. We'll do oh, all yeah. of this. Right. Because that's, right. that's what's going to happen, too. We're going to rebuild all the buildings yeah. that you know were blown up by us or, or them or us retaliating at them yeah. <laughs> at Russia. It's just such a mess. Yeah, this it, is why you is. do try to avoid these things, if at all possible. <laughs> if possible, try not to get in giant wars between countries with tens of millions of people. It's a really good safety tip, actually. 888-727-BECK. More in one minute. I'm just going to bring a billion, a trillion, seven hundred million dollars, billion dollars off the sidelines investment. <laughs> right. In the investment into Ukraine. A, a million... Billion, trillion, seven hundred million, billion, trillion dollars. It's about how much we have invested, invested so far in Ukraine. I, I don't think anybody even knows the exact figure. I, I mean, no, of course, not. they're all over the place with the estimates. Uh, and they're asking for the biggest uh, donation yet. I'm sorry, investment yet, which is what, 45 billion, I believe. They just uh, promised to put in a bill. Uh, to send over to Zelensky in the Ukrainian effort, really something. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. Uh, they they are in a standoff in the east, they say, and this has taken a toll on both countries. Both countries have supposedly lost over a hundred thousand mm. soldiers and civilians in in the case of Ukraine. A uh, hundred thousand and a hundred thousand Russian troops during the. Um, during the conflict with Afghanistan, I think Russia lost, was it 15,000 mm. troops? So they've lost more in, what, 10 months than they did in 10 years in Afghanistan. By a lot. I mean, a factor of five, at least. So this war is not helping anybody. And uh, it would be nice to see it come to a conclusion, wouldn't it? It'd be, it would really be great. And Europe, like you just mentioned, uh, Stu, moments ago, is really nervous because, you know, it's cold in Europe and they could be cut off at any time by Russia. Uh, fortunately, we weren't cut off by anybody around Christmas time because, man, did it get cold here. Were you, you were in town, right? When, yeah. When the cold snap hit? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Now, again, keeping things in perspective, obviously, our, our friends up north not uh, not feeling bad for us. It was but actually, it was but cold. it was... Uh, the the wind chill factor on I don't know I think it was the Thursday before Christmas was four below zero four below that's pretty cold for anywhere that's not just Texas cold that's pretty cold, cold. now today it's going to be you know eighty eighty <laughs> I was going to say it's about seventy coming in 
yeah, so you know, it's true. It was very, very, our, our, our stresses on weather are not the stresses. I mean, you got, good God, what happened in Buffalo uh, and the surrounding areas there is one of the most Was it the snow bomb or whatever? The yeah. cyclone snow bomb? I mean, dozens of people died. Yeah, that's dozens. really sad. Really sad. I mean, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we've seen some real, but I mean, think about that type of activity you know in europe where if they decide to cut off uh, heating people will die oh my gosh just instant tragedy of thousands uh so that's you know that it really is incredible to watch all that play out because it's easy to talk about these international issues as you know as analysts right like Mm -hmm. a lot of the hawks out there that 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 we're pushing for um, a lot of the, uh, the the policies that led up to this, both on the Russian side and uh, the the Western side. Talk you, you talk about holding that line, and it's understandable you want to hold a line. Mm-hmm. But uh, when this stuff goes down, you realize that maybe this isn't good for anybody. <laughs> you know, it's like it seems obvious in retrospect, but before this, it wasn't. You know, I mean, Zelensky was on television saying they weren't going to invade. Oh, you're right. You know, for right. a, a guy who is the hero of the world. And that was world, just shortly before they invaded? Right, a few days before they invaded. He was still saying they're not going to do it. Wow. Well, they did it. They did it. Yeah, and here we are. And here we are. So I, I, I don't know if it's, you know, you, you still have, it's interesting how the sides have flipped a little bit on this and that like the hawkish party was supposed to be the Republicans. You know, and Republicans were the ones who were always trying to stop Russia. Republicans were the ones who wanted the Soviet Union, uh, you know, back in the day to go away. Democrats were visiting it. You know, they were taking honeymoons in the Soviet Union. They were going to communist countries for you know vacations. Mm-hmm. And now, I guess because we were supposed to believe that Donald Trump was working for the Russians or something, now we're supposed to be on the Russian side and, and the left is supposed to be the hawkish ones pushing back. It's like, what is going on? It, I am not on the Russian side. Right. Not by a long uh, by, stretch. By any means. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I don't want them to win as they are, we are accused of all the time. But I also do think we have a responsibility, number one... To act in the best interests of America. And it is appropriate and necessary to make sure we are constantly thinking about whether sending billions of dollars to Ukraine is in the best interest of America. If it is, you can make an argument for it. Mm-hmm. If you haven't thought about it as part of your calculation, then you should not be making these decisions. Yeah, and the other thing is, this is how Vietnam started, you know? With pledges that we would never send troops, but we would just lend support. Oh, and advisors, which, you know, is exactly what we're doing right now. We're advising and we're sending tons and tons of money and equipment. So can we guarantee that that we're not going to send military troops over there? Mm, I don't think you can guarantee that. They keep saying that there's no plan to, but they said that about Vietnam as well. And that's... That's my ultimate concern here is that we don't get involved directly in a conflict with Russia. Uh, because, first of all, it's not our fight. It, it isn't our fight. Um, I will say one thing that's interesting about this is that 
from my perspective, what I want is I want it over because it's creating yeah. so many problems, yes. not just there. And I care, like I care that there are innocent I people in Ukraine dying. I care that there are innocent people in Russia who will probably die as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of this is a problem and I don't want it to happen. I want it over for that reason and tons of other reasons that are affecting all of us here and in Europe and all around the world. There's a million problems that stem from this. But like, if you're Ukraine, would you be, would you be, look, I want to get to negotiate, but you guys, sure you guys can have Crimea and sure you can have these regions. Eh, don't, no big deal. We want it over too. I got, I don't know. I mean, I, if they just came in and were like, ah, we, we just wanted New Mexico. You know, yeah, we're okay, like, take okay, it. just take All it. Right. We want this over. So go ahead. You can have New Mexico. I don't think that would be our stance. No, it would and not. And I'm sure it's not theirs. The, the people of Ukraine yeah. have got to be saying, we're not going to negotiate this right now. Forget it. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, it's Pat and Stu for Glenn. 888-727-BECK. Uh, normally January 2nd, like the worst time of the year. You, you know, you got Christmas behind you. Got New Year's behind you. The only thing that saves is that there's still just a little bit of football left. <laughs> you got that to look forward to. Uh, but you can take a little bit of the edge off the misery for this time of year by going to Kexi.com and just order yourself <laughs> some cookies to drown your sorrow. Just we brought back a bunch of the quick cookies that people have been uh, talking about for a while, like the hot chocolate cookie. Mm. Really good. Mm-hmm. Black Forest, which is a cherry chocolate cookie made with real cherries. Butterbeer, based you know on the Harry Potter thing. That one was good. I remember that one. Vanilla and butterscotch cookie with a butterscotch cream. Uh, mm. And then the M&M cookie that I hear a lot about. Uh, that's back. That so. was my initial one. That was my original. You brought Your that in. Original favorite? Yeah, this is, of course, Pat's uh, w- wife has all these recipes. Jackie, mm-hmm. and she makes incredible cookies, the best I've ever had. And and th- that was the mm-hmm. one you'd bring it in every year. I was like, gosh. Yeah, that, oh, it is America good. needs these. <laughs> it does. It does. Especially yeah. right now. Yeah. So you can order it at uh, kexi.com. Use the promo code the Jeffy to get 18% off. <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred or seven two seven B E C K triple eight seven two seven B E C K. A little bit of common sense coming from the World Boxing Council, which is not necessarily a place I would figure you would find a lot of common sense. But hmm. the head of the WBC has announced a new policy that uh, they're creating a transgender category um so if you're transgender you fight other people who are also transgender Hmm. and right now they're doing a uh sort of a research project on it to find out how many there are uh who would be in in interested in uh, in a boxing league the number i would uh, limited is the number that i would would, would estimate somewhat limited limited yeah estimated as limited but what he's concerned about and uh, so am i and we've talked about this is he said biological men will never fight women in in our league. And I think that's brilliant because you could get some seriously injured women who are fighting against guys who identify as women, right? I mean and it has happened. It's just happened. not fair. It has happened. Uh, in it's the not pretty. I think it was a UFC or some M- MMA fa- fight uh a biological man 
fought a woman because he identified as a woman and broke her face essentially just busted out her uh you know that bone that's right below your eye Mm. orbital Mm -hmm. bone Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you just i mean you hate that kind of stuff i mean somebody could get seriously there's already injuries in boxing but you increase the risk exponentially even death I think yeah, or death. absolutely on the table in this sort of situation. If a man yes. is saying he's a woman is fighting another woman, you could literally have death as a consequence <laughs> mm-hmm. to that. It's interesting because I, and I, I, maybe I'm a wuss, I cannot watch even female versus female boxing. Like I have literally no interest in it. Do what not want to watch it for a second. Oh my hundred percent. It's yeah. really what it is, is yeah. legitimate sexism that I admit to fully. I have no interest in and watching. we should all have that kind of sexism, yeah. I think. I, I think so, Let's too. Let's protect women. Let's protect them. I do not want to see a woman hit. I don't want to see yeah, it. I don't, don't care either. if it's I another woman. Mm-hmm. I do not want to see a woman get hit. And I, I don't know. And like, if that's wrong, I don't want to be right. Right. Like I, 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 I'm 100% there. You know, I, I wasn't... Uh, who was the... Um, uh, she was in uh, Gina... Uh, what's her name? She was a, f- a former MMA fighter. She was in the Star Wars series. She mm. got canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of her name for some reason. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was in this, and, I, and people knew her, I guess, from fighting. And <clears throat> and like, you know, look, this has been a tradition. There's been, there was women's wrestling. You know, the women's boxing thing became a big thing over the past few years. But like, I have no interest in it. I mean, none. Because I, yeah, you just, I don't either. Like fundamentally, you just don't want to see violence against a woman. I mean, it's just, right. you know, yeah, watch dudes beat up each, on each other. I'll watch that all day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, watch the NFL. These guys are getting cracked like crazy. I mean, it's but even that's hard to watch when you see a really brutal hit in the NFL. And yeah, somebody gets wins, hurt, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, no interest in that. I will say, is it concerning at all that they're saying they want to do? Did they use a like a singular? transgender division because i'm we'd be worried about a transgender woman and a transgender man doing battle i think they uh, match arena. up they match up the biological okay, so that sex. was two extra i mean this yeah. is going to get ridiculous you're going to have 914 bathrooms and you're going to have all these different divisions it, I, know. I don't know how you're supposed to handle it but but at uh, least he's trying to make some concessions here and, and trying to take some uh some precautionary steps yeah. to, to prevent, you know, women getting really badly hurt or killed yeah. in the ring. And I think it's great. And where are the women's rights groups applauding this? Where are the women's groups saying, hey, thank you. Thank you for yeah. protecting women. That's great. We appreciate that. Instead, what he's going to face, I'm sure, is a bunch of transphobia claims. <laughs> You're a bigot, right. all of that kind of stuff. You can't, you can't write parody like this. You I mean, can't. It, it's just we're all going to sit here for women's rights and argue that women should be punched by men. That's really <laughs> like like this is really where we're going to get. That's a pretty bad argument. That is really when you think about it. It is. Wait, you want women to be hit in the face by a big burly man? He's not a man. She. That's a she. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. All right, okay, dear. Well. All right. But I, I will say, at least this seems to be... Because the, the solutions are going to be messy to these problems, but at least this is clearing the lowest hurdle possible, which is we should not let men beat the crap out of women on stage. <laughs> that like, is I, I feel like low hurdle to clear. Yeah. 
It's like an inch off the ground. Not even that. That's like the lowest <laughs> hurdle I can think of. And I do think it's one we should make sure that we clear, regardless of how ridiculous this becomes. Me too. But it is, it's just a, it's, it's like we have to sit here and like say these things. How can it be possible that we have to sit here and make a know. coherent argument really don't know. about how men should not be being paid to punch women in the face for our entertainment? Incredible. How is it possible that we have to make that argument? And be, we're on the hateful side of it somehow. Right. Somehow we're right. the ones. We're the haters. That, that we're are the, the haters. We're the bad guys mm-hmm. for saying, you know, maybe Bill shouldn't beat up on Julia you know, in front of a, a cheering audience. Yeah. Even uh. if Bill changed his name to Jill. Right. It still, that doesn't take away the bone structure in his body. No. And the muscle structure. Uh, WBC president Mauricio Suleiman said, we're creating a set of rules and structures so that transgender boxing can take place as they fully deserve to if they want to box. We do not know yet the numbers that are out there, but we're opening a universal registration in 2023 so that we can understand the boxers that are out there and we'll start from there. Makes perfect sense. He said, uh, in boxing, a man fighting a woman must never be accepted, regardless of gender change. There should be no gray area around this, and we want to go into it with transparency and correct decisions. Woman to man or man to woman transgender change will never be allowed to fight a different gender by birth. That's great. I mean, that takes some giblets to be able to make that that statement now. Uh, yeah agreed it does and which it shouldn't it but it shouldn't. does right i will say the word never is is always an interesting one to use i i don't know that i have the same level of confidence in in oh, anybody i certainly these don't days. i don't either no oh, I, I i because he's gonna get all kinds of flack for this you know he is i mean maybe 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 there's a line i mean just because i think you know this is interesting i think society has this line still uh, I think society holds these lines. Society, where men should hit women, really, they still yeah. believe this. Yes, there mm-hmm. are a few insane people that are on the news all the time that will say, "Of course, they should be." That's actually a woman, but like we all know, that's not reality. Yeah, we all know it's not reality, and I do think people on the left also know it. Like some of them say they don't know it. Some of them act as if they think, oh, this is actually a woman. But they all know what's going on here. And the test of it is not swimming competitions. The test of it is boxing. Yeah. Right? Like, if you really believe this, you'd say they should fight each other. And you know what? A lot of people are not going to say that. You know, most people are still going to be sane and say, of course not. Obviously, this guy who is very hairy and weighs 265 pounds should not be going up against a woman uh, in a boxing ring. And I think the uh, violence might hold that line for a while. I, I think sports generally have done a good job at holding that line because of how absurd it feels. I mean, even the swimming competition stuff, I don't think that worked for the left. I think that worked f- against them. You know, the the whole situation where you have a, a, a guy going into a, a women's uh, swim meet and winning by, you know, 12 laps or whatever it was, <laughs> uh, that really, I think, hit a lot of parents squarely in the face. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I can entertain this stuff. I can come up with my nice liberal viewpoints. I can be accepted at all my little 
you know, uh, cocktail parties and, and all of this. But at the end, like my daughter is the one who gets screwed o- over this. And we all yeah. realize that's wrong. And I think that that has gone a long way. Violence is a whole different line. Right. If you start okaying yeah. violence against women, and, and they will. There were, these organizations, some of them will do it. But I don't think the people go along with that. And there was even a little, you know, you mentioned the swimmer, Leah Thomas. Yes. Uh, or, yeah, Leah Thomas. And you, there was a little bit of pushback there because the competitors to Leah Thomas were upset with it. Yeah. They're like, okay, you're taking scholarships away from us. Yeah, you're taking, you're taking Olympic opportunities away from us. And we fought our whole lives for this. Mm-hmm. So I think there was a little bit of pushback there. But, yeah, the violence, the in boxing, you've got to draw the line there. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven twenty seven B E C K is the number. Patents due for Glenn. The New York Times did an, an interesting poll, which I, I have to imagine they thought would turn out a different way. Basically, would you use the following terms? We were talking about this a minute ago about things like Leah Thomas, the swimmer, and how I don't think Americans really have supported that, even though the left has pushed for it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they support this stuff. I don't think they believe it. I don't think they use it in their real lives. Well, the New York Times decided to, I guess, kind of test this in a way. What if we ask Americans, do they use these words or not? And the words are words you've heard of, like Latinx, like chest feeding. Like BIPOC, right? Uh-huh. Do you use those terms or not? Or do you use breastfeeding? Hispanic. The numbers are pretty amazing. So Hispanic was the one used most often. 87% people said his, they would use Hispanic. 86% said they would use pregnant women. 85% said breastfeeding. Now, again, all these are supposed to be hateful terms. 84% said they would use the term master bedroom. <laughs> Oh, we've gotten ridiculous. 81% said they would use Asian. Mm. 77% said a- African-American, but 75% said black. Wait, Asian? What is the alternative now? They're, you're not supposed to say A-A-P-I. Asian? What? Yeah. A-I-P-I. A-A-P-I. Asian Island yeah, a- 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 Pacific Asian American Pacific Islander. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's ridiculous. I'm, who's going to say that? Right. So... <laughs> Come on. So now go down the list. Now, again, it was 80, 77% said African-American was okay. Black, 75%. Would you say person of color? That's only 49%. Think that, that that's okay? That that's okay. 49% would say that. Primary mm. bedroom. Never master bedroom Primary was 80, 84%. Bedroom. Primary bedroom, only 49%. Mm. Um, birthing parent, 34%. BIPOC. That's uh, what? Bi- uh, it's, uh, B- BIPOC is... Uh, I know person of color is the end. No, uh, black, indigenous, indigenous person, person of, of color. color. Okay, that's mm-hmm. only 30%. Wow. Uh, AAPI is on the list as well. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, Asian was 81% would say that. AAPI, 27%. Latinx is on the list. Now, remember, Hispanic was number one on the entire list. 87% said they would use the term Hispanic. Is it Latinx or is it Latinx? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I like uh, Biden's pronunciation, which is Latinx. That is what he, <laughs> that's how he calls it. I, I love that. Uh, the Latinx people. Well, uh, if, no matter which way you pr- uh, pronounce that, only 22% said they would use the term 
Latinx. And how Jeez. about chest feeding? Chest feeding finished dead last. Chest so feeding. breastfeeding was eighty five percent said yes, we'll use breastfeeding. <laughs> chest feeding was ten percent. Eighty five to ten. But you look at these pairs. I'd like to see you chest feed yeah. with a biological <laughs> man body. Tell me you're chest feeding. You can milk anything Shut with a up. nipple. I believe I learned that from Meet the Parents. Right, look look at these pairs though, Pat. Wow. Hispanic eighty seven percent. Latinx twenty two percent. Pregnant women, 86%. Birthing parent, 34%. Breastfeeding, 85%. Chest feeding, 10%. Master bedroom, 84%. Primary bedroom, 49%. Over and over and over again, that story's told. And, mm-hmm. and it tell, I, I think it tells us the truth, which is people aren't actually buying into this. This is more yeah. a creation of the media than anything else. People are not going to use the term chest feeding. They're saying no, no to it in no reality. Way. That's positive. Yeah, it is. Should be 100%, though. Should be 100. This is the Glenn Beck Program.